welcome to another Plastic Posse interview. We are honored today to be joined by one of our newest Patreons, the one, the only inspirational man about town, Jethro Billings. Jethro, welcome to the Triple P. Thanks, Scott. I'm really happy to be here at the Plastic People podcast. A uh, co-worker of mine at the newspaper uh, at work told me uh, you guys told me about you guys and been an avid listener ever since. Listen to you guys as much as possible. I've caught up to almost every episode at this point, and I just love you guys. Well, that's great. We love you, too. And for those of you that don't know, Jethro is a multi-talented scale modeler. He is an internationally renowned Beard magazine cover model, and he's also an inspirational figure who lectures people on his inspiring weight loss journey. So, Jethro, how does your scale modeling fit in with your other... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So, Jethro, how does your scale modeling fit in with all these other pursuits? Well, I'd have to say that the uh, attention to detail that comes with modeling helps helps me ensure my luscious beard is well-maintained for a photo shoot or any event that may need a Santa to, to visit. My vision isn't what it used to be when I was a younger man. And also retinopathy, retinopathy I've uh, been dealing with, but old Jethro's taking steps to deal with that. But we'll get to that later, I'm sure. Because of my vision and my fingers are like bratwurst, uh, I have a hard time with smaller pieces and parts. So the Edward kits and the Mung kits, they don't really work for me, but the classic AMT and the Howler and Tamoya and Revolt kits, uh, they work just fine. I haven't had much time to model lately, though, because I've been on a bit of a personal journey, uh, losing some pounds and, you know, just getting generally healthier. What's probably the thing you'd like most for people to know about Jethro the person? Well, I really appreciate it, Steve. Uh, You know, Growing up in Montana, you either joined the army or you worked on a ranch. And I had some run-in with the laws when I was a younger man, running around town with my friends, speeding, petty vandalism, nothing crazy, never victimized nobody. But with the run-ins in the law when I was a younger man, it just it, it kept me out of the army. I met with a, a local recruiter in, in Billings, and he, after getting to know me a little bit and doing some background, he said, Jethro, you're not the brightest tool on the hobby bench, and we don't do penal battalions anymore, and you're destined for a life of being around livestock. <laughs> well, hearing that, I set out to prove them all wrong. You see, I don't like cattle. I once woke up in a dairy cow standing over me after I got into my house because my older brother Ezekiel left the door open. My dad used to raise a bunch of cattle. I was around them enough for a thousand lifetimes. You know, there's you wake up. Those big vacant eyes looking down at you. I just, I got to tell you, man, I couldn't do it. You know, I've never, I've never been the same since. And I could never work around steers and bulls. So I set out to prove them wrong. I, I went out and I got an education. I attended the Montana State University in Billings and got me a degree in journalism. I worked for about 20 odd years at the Billings Gazette. The guys I work with always said, Jethro, you're a tax break that keeps the doors open here. And I said, man, I wish I could find Sergeant Jefferson from all those years ago and say, Sergeant Jefferson, I have the last laugh. You see, a whole newspaper needs me to keep the doors open. I, I wonder what he would say, seeing what I amounted to. I tell you what, Scott, I tell you what. Well, it's good that you uh, got away from cattle. <laughs> Let's 
uh, let's talk about models for a minute. Who are your Who are your favorite kit manufacturers? Uh, sure thing, Stan. Uh, it's it's Scott. Oh, sorry, Scott. Sorry, sorry. So I alluded to them earlier. Uh, I love EMT car modelers or car models and the modelers that build them. But I love Tamoya and Revel kits. Uh, Mammogram models are great fun too. Uh, can't do mung or take them kits because old eyes and large fingers and they make the small pieces and I, there's difficult for me. I tried some of those kits with the brass etch sketch pieces that you see the people doing, but Mrs. Billings got tired of me using her stockings to find the pieces in the carpet. You heard of that trick, right? You put them over your bare feet and legs and you shuffle around the carpet near where you lost it. Eventually, they'll, they'll stick in the fibers of the stockings. Mrs. Billings says I stretch them out when I when I do this, but it's cheaper to get new stockings than them new Etch-a-Sketch parts. You gotta think, you spend $250 on a on an Etch-a-Sketch set for one of those, you know, the Japanese battleship, the Tomato, or the Yamada, whatever, you know. It's, I mean, that's Pontos, Pontoon kits, whatever they're called, man. They're $250. You know, it was cheaper to buy her new stockings and just, you know, just try to cram them up my legs the best I could, to be honest with you, but... You know, maybe my weight loss would help a little bit with that. And, you know, I might be able to get away with a couple of uses instead of just the one. Is, is it true that you and Mrs. Billings are a stocking distributor for the uh, Legs Nylon Company out there in Billings, Montana? We recently uh, are in talks. Uh, is what kind of, you know, it's a bit of an announcement, yep. But, uh, you know, there's big things to come in the stocking industry in Billings. Uh, and I think uh, I think you're going to see a lot, lot coming from us. So stay tuned. Let's talk about your weight loss journey. It's truly inspiring. Is it true that you've recently lost almost 15 pounds? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, you see, I think my work at the Gazette went viral. You may be saying to yourself, well, Jethro, what do you mean went viral? What's what's your what's your work got to do with this? Well, let me tell you, Stan, I've always thought going viral was, a, I just thought the word viral bad. You know, no one likes being sick. You know, my neighbor showed me what he called, uh, I think he said a virus video of a little guy singing Hank Williams in a Walmart. And I said, that right there, that's America. So I said, maybe viral isn't a bad thing. I think my wide, my writing went spiral in West Africa. And I think this because I've gotten a bunch of friend requests from many people over there seeking help from me, both emotionally and financially. You see, some of the very attractive women sending me friend requests tell me I'm handsome and want me to trade pictures. But I tell them, Mrs. Billings is the only woman in my eye, and we both live for the Lord now. And uh, I even get royalty from over there asking for help securing their fortunes that are tied up in places. And I typically have to send them a sum of money to get the process going. It's the Christian thing to do. But then eventually, when their fortune clears up, I'll get that back and then some. <laughs> but I think they're they're already helping me because they help me lose weight. You see, every day several of my friends they post weight loss remedies on my Facebook. I suspect they were trying to tell me something by doing it. I talked it over with Miss Billings, and she agreed that I'm three times the man I used to be. And in a moment of anger, we were having a minor disagreement. I think it was probably after I tore a stocking. She says, Jethro, I love you to death, but you're built like a baked bean. I finally reached out and I said to one of my friends, tell me, how does it work? Well, 
Steve, I'm here to tell you, $8,900 and 180 days later, and I've got, I've managed to lose 15 pounds. I feel like a million bucks right now. I went from my size pants, if you believe it, were 60 by 29, and now they're down, I'm down to 56, 29. Same size of pair of jeans I was wearing in middle school. Can you believe it? But it's just a couple pills you take. They're called Sestota or Tana pills or something like that. The brand's called Wormadol. You know, I, I do notice a little bit of an itch down below with them, but I think that means they're working. You know, the bottle even says so. It got another uh, modeling question for you here. Your models are always very detailed. How do you find the time to dedicate to your craft with all of your other interests? Well, if you're going to do something, you've got to go all in. Mama didn't raise no fool. And she, I remember growing up, mama and dad always said, Jethro, you got enough ass for two people, but never half-ass nothing. So I said, you know what? You guys are right. So I give 110, maybe even 115% anytime I do something. I don't really do too many planes because I always forget something. And it's not so much for lack of trying. It's just, I got a lot a lot going on. And when you live on the homestead, you, you, you tend to forget some stuff. You prioritize. With the airplane models, there's just too much to remember. My last aircraft build was an Edward Mustang. I, I, I had to mask off some uh, some red lines along the tail. In the process, I forgot to mask the canopy, and I sprayed silver lacquer all over that bare th- that bare bit of plastic. Mrs. Billings came down, caught me mid wind up. This model was going into the wall, and she says, "Honey, you should ask your friends online how to fix it." So I went to the groups, and there are some nasty people on there. Called me names, did the ha-ha face on my post. So I have it in a box to revisit. Maybe somebody might be able to help me out getting that to me a lacquer painto off of lacquer painto. That makes me wonder, Scott. Do you think they make that stuff out of pinto beans? I, I don't think so. Maybe soybeans. Maybe. That's a good point. I mean, that makes sense. There's but plenty of soybean fields around. I've seen it. Yeah, Lacquer Pinto. Lacquer Pinto paint. LP11, I think it was. Something like that. But anyway, uh, you know, I have it in a box to revisit. So eventually, at some point, we'll get back to it. My next build, my most recent build, is the Tormio Walker Bulldog. And I can conceptualize all armor easier than airplanes in my mind so i built it up i sprayed the krylon olive green and once the paint was down i needed some sort of mud texture and i see people using pigments all the time but uh, there's not too many hobby shots out here in billings so i used what i had i'm always you know the crafty type um so once the paint was down i, I said to myself you know i've mrs billings makeup has got some mud tones to it she likes to contour with the darker colors and Lord knows I got plenty of ashtrays of cigarette ash around. Give it some body. I think it turned out okay. I haven't got the moxie to post my builds quite yet, but maybe one day I'll post them on the, the Plastic People podcast. <laughs> Speaking of the Triple P, who are some of your modeling influences? Whose work does Jethro admire? Well, you know, Salvatore, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Favorite influences, your very own Jack Bonami and John Stinson are great. Uh, Jack just won the Moosapoo Cup, didn't he? And that Johnson Stanton is doing some wizard stuff with one of them 3D printers. Uh, I think you mean uh, John Bonani and Jackson Stanton there, Jethro. Yeah, them, them. I really I, I really like their work. And I also found 
a guy through you guys. Uh, I think uh, uh, ebony models, ebony models, something like that. Do you mean iBones models? No, no. You're not going to get me with this one. It's ebony models. You see, I think he's French, and the Z's silent. And I've been writing paper for about 20 years, and I know French when I see it. <laughs> well, no worries, man. Please continue. Well, he was teaching me about some sort of method he discovered that involves Coors beer. And from what I understand, you just end up in the can over the model, let it fizz up, and then you wash it in the sink. I haven't tried it yet. I'm scared to do it with the models I travel with, given my history. I don't want anything smelling like beer in the car with me. And I really, you know, I also really like that onion paintworks guy, TJ Hammer, I think his name is. He's great. And that machine cranker guy. I also saw a guy named Cockapoli Models that does some fantastic stuff. And obviously, we all love Uncle Nightshaft. And it makes it look so easy that even we mere mortals can do it. And finally, Jeff Everett, the airline pilot. Have you seen his models, Scott? They're dinosaurs and they're incredible. And I've even heard he can wax lyrical on any topic. And I just find that magical. Oh, definitely, Jethro. I mean, John Everett is a big friend of the posse. One more question here. Is it true that recently you were featured on the cover of Better Homes and Beards magazine? Oh, Steve, you got that magazine too? I didn't think anyone would see that, but yep, I sure was. It was a February issue, so it was just recently. wrote an article called Lard or Beard Bomb? Why not both? You see... Everyone loves bacon, and every time I fry up some pork, pork belly, bacon, pork chops, I'm left with a thick, gelatinous byproduct that could be used for beard care. And Mrs. Billings loves bacon, so the smell is right. And I have plenty of soup cans just full of the stuff in the fridge. We try to be as sustainable as possible around the Billings home, and it really does result in a better beard and a better home. Well, that Martha, she's pretty sharp, and it seems like she tries to keep you on the straight and narrow. She does the best she can, but I've been known to, to gallivant around town a time or two. Well, Jethro, I really appreciate you coming onto the show here, uh, taking some time out from your busy schedule up there in Montana. It's been great speaking to you. Is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know about Jethro Billings? Well, Santiago, I really appreciate the opportunity to tell you guys a little bit about me, a little bit about what it's all about. All of you guys, Jack Gorlami, Johnson Satin, TJ Honker, Johnson Taylor, Grunt Mayberry, and particularly you, Sergio, you make the hobby a better place. The double P is a great thing you built here, and I feel like I'm best friends with people I've not even met in person yet. Maybe one day I'll get to come out to Jeff Spinelli's house in Denver and attend that communist show you guys went to. and. I saw there was a barbecue there, and I'd love to have a beard with some award-winning modelers and maybe use some on our models. But I thank you for being so understanding. Take care, and more importantly, most importantly, God bless.